Hello and welcome to Midnight Poetry. I am a host. I am your host, Herbert Innocent. And today we'll be looking at our second poem under the theme of hope. Now, before we get started, I would like to start by introducing myself again. Uh, if you haven't heard my last episode where I introduced myself and uh, I gave the reasons for wanting to start on this journey. And uh, I told my story where I had been working two businesses one on tech, one on photography, and I'd been pulling hours and hours. I remember for one of my businesses, I would uh, travel for seven, uh, eight hours a day and uh, work a total of 18 hours a day and uh, going to the city center and coming back. And I just gave the entire business my all. And my hope was to connect better with the people I care, to connect better with the friends, family, build a relationship and really serve people, serve the customer. I've always wanted, I have always wanted to serve people. Uh, I believe that uh, each of us have a gift and that if we can put our gift to use to someone else's help, to aid someone in need, yes, of, of course, in exchange for something, uh, we need a sustainable way. But that has always been my belief. And uh, even though everything seemed to be going well at the time, uh, deep down, deep down, uh, there's always been, I've always had a little bit of a, this, my self-confidence was always a little bit low, uh, and it, and it always felt like people were almost challenging my self-confidence, and, uh, and I felt like I was always learning something about myself, and, uh, I fully didn't understand myself, and, uh, and it was terrifying because you expected to build this thing, but some of some of the decisions you're making you never know where you are you don't know what is right you just make uh and hope for the best uh, and i explained how i hit a wall right um it was coming to an end of the program that we were in that was helping us to build a business and uh we lost at the end of the competition um and when that happened uh my co-founder walked away and short after that, uh, a friend of mine had walked away as well. And for me, that was my entire support system. They, these were the people that understood what I was trying to do. These were the people that I could speak to. These were my support. These were the people I connected with. And it felt like everything was coming down, crumbling. Like a giant skyscraper. Uh, I think I used that definition. And I remember thinking to myself, ah, so that just happened. Uh, and my big idea was, okay, so we just have to start over. I mean, there's no other thing we can do. Just start over. Uh, and this time, take it slow and learn everything. Find your mistakes. Learn from them and just do it all over. So the idea is to let it crumble. Uh, let it all crumble to the ground until the dust that has settled. Let everything just settle down. Uh, take the time, and then start from the bottom, build confidence, find your voice, find your character, and then do the business my way, serve the people the way I want to serve and feel fulfilled. Uh, and uh, one of the challenges I was facing was uh, how do I do that? How do I build me? How do I build the person that I want to feel proud, confident that I am doing what I want? Because that's one of the few things you face. You're not just building a business. You're not just building a, a, a way of serving people to help others. 
you must also help yourself to be sustainable, right? Um, and so I started listening to myself, tried to identify my emotions, my desires, my desires, and I realized there were a few words I never knew. For example, uh, the word closure, I never knew what that meant. The word overwhelm, uh, panic, like these are words I've heard, I've seen them being used, but they never had applied before in my personal context. So I remember I was relearning all these words, looking up the phrases and writing them down. And I remember I turned to poetry or quotes that best describe these. And I remember I used that as a way to understand how I felt, right? I would look up the word to understand what was happening. And it's a very, very strange experience. But uh, it's a very, very strange. I suppose being, biling being multilingual uh, means some things and you just have to really learn to put them into words. And so uh, in the end, I st still didn't get to, uh, to be at the stage where I was trading. Uh, and the friend and co-founders, never, I never got them back. I uh, still haven't. Uh, and uh, it's a slow progress. Uh, I'll find a way to make it work. Uh, that's my hope, to keep going, take slow steps. Uh, and I feel proud that I've made significant progress uh, since uh, all this happened. And I think one of the few things I really am happy uh, I, in the end that I came to the transformation that I faced was that I started going back to my old hobby, my old hobbies. And the hobby for me, uh, like poetry was one of the biggest hobbies I've ever loved. Uh, sometimes when I read it, I could feel my bones, you know, I could feel that feeling. And when I wrote it, it just felt something. So going back and reconnecting with that, reconnecting with myself uh, and finding people. And my hope is that to create, to read out, to perform these poems so that you could be busy in a car, in a train, wherever, in a bus stop, and you are listening to this and you'll find a way to express whatever it is that you're feeling. And that is what I want. Um, because I think read at the right moment, read for someone who needs to hear it, it can feel like a song or maybe even more. It can help you say what you couldn't say or feel what you otherwise could not have felt because you did not know how to and that is what it has uh, felt for me and so uh, i want to welcome you and ask you to join me on this journey to self-discovery uh, and in self-expression and to rebuild uh, a broken world and in this case i want to build mine and i hope you can also find uh, a few of this stuff from what I'll be sharing. So I'll be sharing a lot of the stuff, the good, the bad, the ugly, and my aim is that you take the good and you help build your world with all these. Uh, the aim is to connect, connect with yourself, connect with other people, but more importantly, to express yourself. So that is the aim. And uh, so for today's poem, I had looked around and I came across this poem here which I think is a very fantastic poem by Joy uh, Harjo, Joy Harjo. And the poem is called, Perhaps the World Ends Here. And I just think it's very lovely. Now, before I go into the poem, I'll give a little bit of a context so 
you're prepared, warmed up. So the poem describes something that is so similar, a man-made uh, a man-made tool that becomes so significant in our life that it almost represents hope. Now, my aim is not to lead you in how you see this. You may see this however you see fit. Different experiences make poetry feel very, very different for the uh, different individuals. I've realized that sometimes we will read the same poems and we will all take uh, different from it. We will take our different experiences from it. We will see different. It may be the same image, but the emotion it evokes in us may be a little bit different. And uh, But the bit of context is that the poem revolves around the idea of a table and how the table the table becomes a very key component in helping describe the humanity that it is, our life, how we live, how we face each day, and how we overcome our hardships. And I think it's perfect uh, in helping us put together uh, a logic into all this chaos. Uh, and I'm a fan of thinking that life, no matter how much it appears to be in order, some things just seemed a little bit out of chaos. One person once described uh, being a, being in a business uh, is like uh, trying to survive, putting out fires. You have so many fires going on and you're staying, staying calm and you're trying to put a, out a small fire in front of you just so you can keep your fit uh, out of the place. He had a much better way of describing, but the idea was that in the right mind, everyone should panic, but you realize there is no point later on. And so I suppose the, the whole idea of reading this poetry is that you get to express this through whatever, through a way that makes, uh, that puts it on a paper and out of you. And you look at it and you realize you can step away from it. It's madness, it's chaos, it's life, and I suppose that makes that what makes everything work. I kind of went sidetrack over there, but uh, all all side all good things go out of the way, right? They go out of the way to bring you the best of the views, right? So anyway, before I go even further side before I get even further sidetracked, the poem is called "Perhaps the World Ends Here," and I'll start reading it now. So, perhaps the world ends here. The world began at a kitchen table. No matter what, we must eat. The gift of earth are brought and prepared, set on the table. It has been since creation, and it will go on. We chase the chicken and dogs away, baby teeth at the corners. They scrape their knees under it. It is here that children are given instructions on what it means to be human. We make men at it. We make women. Our dreams drink coffee with us as they put their arms around our children. They laugh with us at our poor fall at our poor falling down cells as we put ourselves back together again, once again at the table.
The table has been a house in the rain, an umbrella in the sun. War has begun and ended at this table. It is a place to hide in the shadows of terror, a place to celebrate the terrible victory. We have given birth on this table. We have prepared our parents for burial here. At this table, we sing with joy, with sorrow. We pray of suffering and remorse. We give thanks. Perhaps the world will end at the table, at the kitchen table. While we're laughing and crying, eating of the last sweet bite. I'm going to reread that poem again. And my hope is that you have had time to digest it, to think about it, to think of the phrases, how it connects time, the people, the places, and all the emotion. And my hope in reading it the second time is that you really close your eyes and you really immerse yourself with it. Here, here, here. Here it goes. Perhaps the world ends here. The world began at a kitchen table, no matter what, we must eat. The gift of earth are brought and prepared, set on the table. So it has been since creation, and it will go on. We chase chickens or dogs away from it, baby teeth at the corners, they scrape their knees under it. It is here that children are given instructions on what it means to be human. We make men at it. We make women. At this table we gossip, recall enemies and the ghosts of lovers. Our dreams drink coffee with us as they put their arms around our children. They laugh with us. Or at our poor falling down selves. And as we put back, and as we put ourselves back together, once again at the table. This table has been a house in the rain, an umbrella in the sun. War has begun and has ended at this table. It is a place to hide in the shadows of terror. A place to celebrate the terrible victory. We have given birth on this table. And we have prepared our parents for burial here. At this table we sing with joy, with sorrow. We pray of sufferings and remorse. We give thanks. Perhaps the world will end at the kitchen table. While we are laughing and crying, eating of the last sweet bite.
Hello and good evening. I am your host, Herbert Innocent, and I would like you to join me on this journey to rebuild a broken world through poetry. I'll be sharing the good, the bad, and the ugly, and my aim, you take the good from all of this. I started performing poetry after realizing all my emotional vocabulary could not express what I felt. And it became clear to me as a poet myself that there's a part of me that is not living. A part of me is being buried in the ignorance. And so I've made my I've made it my mission to express and to find a way to help others to find the word to express what it is they are feeling. Before we get started, I would like to introduce you to tonight's poem. The poem is called To Be Used by Merge Pierce. The poem is based around the theme of hope. And within the poem, hope is being seen as having several components. The components are the leap of faith, to be an instrument, to be part of something big, to create a masterpiece, and in summary, to find meaning in life. So, if I have performed this poem properly, you should have a sense of understanding what the poet is trying to say hope is through this poem. I'll be reading the poem twice and the aim is that for the first reading you will have had heard it for the first time allowing you to observe all the sounds, the setting, the surrounding, the atmosphere and during the second reading you can immerse yourself in the emotional experience. So, without any further ado, I'll be reading the poem To Be of Use by Merge Pierce. To Be of Use. <clears throat> The people I love the best jump into work head first without dwelling in the shallows and swim off with the sure stroke almost out of sight. They seem to become native of that element 
the black sleek head of seals bouncing like half submerged balls. I love people who harnessed themselves. An ox to a heavy cart who pull like water buffalo with massive patience who strain in the mud and the muck to move things forward who do what has to be done again and again I want to be with people who submerge in the task, who go into the field to harvest and work in row and pass the bags along, who are not parallel generals and field deserters but move in a common rhythm when the food must come in or the fire be put out. The work of the world is common as mud, botched in smear the hands, crumbles to dust, but the thing worth doing well has a shape that satisfies. Clean and evident. Greek amorphous for wine or oil. Hoppy vases that held corn are put in museum. But you know they were made to be used. The pitcher cries for water to carry and a person for work that is real. Okay, so I'll be reading the poem again. To be of use. The people I love the best jump into work head first without dallying in the shallows and swim off with sure strokes, almost out of sight. They seem to become native of that element. The black sleek heads of seals bouncing like half-submerged balls. I love people who harness themselves an ox to a heavy cart, who pull like water buffalo, 
with massive patience who strain in the mud and the muck of moving things forward who do what has to be done again and again I want to be with people who submerge in the task, who go into the field to harvest and work in row and pass the bags along, who are not parallel generals and field deserters but move in a common rhythm. When the food must come in, or the fire be put out, the work of the world is common as mud. Butchers in smears their hands, crumbles to dust, but the thing worth doing well has a shape that satisfies, clean and evident. Greek amorphous for wine or oil, hopi vases that held corn are put in museums, but you know they were made to be used. The picture cries for water to carry, and a person for work that is real. Hello and welcome to Midnight Poetry. I am your host, Herbert Innocent, and this performance will be the last performance of poetry under the theme of hope. The poem we'll perform today is Faces on School Walls, which was written by myself about several years ago. So before we begin, I would like to ask you to join me on this journey to self-discovery and rebuilding a broken world through poetry. I'll be sharing the good, the bad, and the ugly, and the aim is that you'll take the good from all of these, so you'll walk away with all these new ways of expressing yourselves, and maybe even having written and performed a few poems yourself. So before I jump into the poem, the theme is hope, as I have mentioned, and I will start by giving the poem a little bit of an introduction. The poem was written to be performed at a high school graduation, and the poem explores the concept of hope in several ways, and without going into the too much detail. 
Hope in the poem is seen as the yin and yang, and that balance between the two is seen as hope, it's seen as daylight and night, and the violence between that balance of yin and yang is hope. It was also seen as the transition of time from youth to old age, innocence to deception. It is seen as the construct of the presence and absence. And it is also seen as a basket full of eggs for which this hand is to sit on. But some eggs never hatch and we don't talk about that. And the idea is that we don't talk about the true darkness of hope. There are three things I've learned about poetry in the past week during uh, the performances. I've learned that a poem has three key components. It has, first and foremost, the setting. This is, in most cases, the scenery where the objects are placed. And then it also has a voice. And this is what sets the tone and the mood and the emotion. And then there is the event, which sets or explains what each object or event is happening in relation to one another. Now, for many years, I had not understood what this poem was until when I was looking for a piece of poem from myself under the theme of hope and this was what came and I had to read it over and over to get what it means and what the message was. And so in my own word, without going into too much detail, hope in this poem is seen as a game of turning a black eye, a blind eye. So hope is a game of turning a blind eye to the bitter, cold reality. And I think the, the I, I had a very few good words here where I used to express it, where it's like walking in a tunnel and focusing so much on the light that you ignore the darkness that surrounds you. Or a much more visual uh, illustration or scenery will be chasing a butterfly through a chaotic, through a chaotic or environment or through an earthquake or through a natural disaster. And you are so focused on the butterfly that it takes you out of that environment. And that is one way of describing hope. Now, I have not spoiled anything and I'll start reading the poem now. Faces on School Walls by Herbert Innocent.
an hour. Two have stumbled by, like a rat spotless, since time was after school. Sun has surrendered to a queen with her knights. Bright they reigned, and, and descending is noise that worshipped him, like a handful of dust pitched into the air. Chilly the song, a howl before the queen, reasoning walls to go mistaken. For a snowy morning furb, where grass go icing, fingers go pocketing, and the road is a gentleman, smart in a white suit. Boys and girls run for radiators. On they turn. Awful, the awful silence. It whispers in their voices. You can make out the voices of, bo of girls and boys tapping on rules and the high-pitched screaming laughters, the impish desks echoing Mrs. words, hissing secrecies, while pictures on the faces on walls throw reflections like pepper planes of moments once cherished, the glassed, captured poses of smiles, success, a delight, tearful, always, refreshing, refreshing memories while some go unnoticed. The doll that keep the secret success long in vain to open to let. Newcomers come in, newcomers every new year. Okay, so I will reread the poem again, and hopefully this time you can put yourself in all the different sceneries. Faces on school walls. An hour, two have stumbled by, like a rat spotless since time was after school. Sun has surrendered to a queen with her nights bright they reigned, and descending is noise that worshipped him, like a hand full of dust pitched into the air. Chilly the song, a howl before the queen, reasoning walls to go mistaken, for a snowy morning furb where grice go icing Fingers go pocketing, and the road is a gentleman smart in white suit. Boys and girls run for radiators on the turn. The awful silent. You can it it whispers their voices. You can make out the voices of girls and boys tapping on rules. The high-pitched scream laughters, 
the impish desks echoing Mrs. Words, hissings, secrecies. While pictures of faces on walls throw reflections like paper planes of moments once cherished, the glassed captured pauses of smiles, success, a delight tearful, always refreshing memories while some go unnoticed. The door that keeps the secret success long in vain to open, to let, newcomers come in, newcomers every new year.